Hi, I'm Whitney Lee, founder of Socially PR and Digital Media. And for over a decade, I've been creating and executing marketing and PR plans for businesses all over the U.S. I'm obsessed with helping entrepreneurs bring their big ideas to life and most importantly, boost their bottom line. The Socially Relevant Podcast is a resource to give you clarity, ideas, and inspiration that you can actually apply to marketing your business. So you won't find any overwhelming tech talk here. We're breaking down all the details in a way that's fun and easy to understand, giving you tangible ways to take action. Are you ready? Let's do this. Hey, hey, welcome back for another episode. Today we're talking about, surprise, more social media. There's just always questions abounding about social media, and we work with so many different industries Uh, So I always tell people, you know, they ask me these blanket questions and it's never a a one size fits all answer. It always depends on your industry, your demographics of who you're trying to reach, what your goals are. There's so many different things. So I thought a podcast was a perfect kind of longer form uh, platform to really talk out some of these details. So I don't know what kind of company that you work with or what you're listening and what comes to mind when you listen to these podcasts. But um, hopefully, you know, I'll give you some information that you'll be able to, you know, assess in your brain and how to apply it specifically to your business, whether you're a doctor or you own a resort. uh, Maybe you make jewelry for a living, whatever the case may be. Hopefully you'll be able to like really think about these terms and and what you do. So I started my career in social media Um, actually Facebook started my senior year of high school. So 2004 class of 2004, OFO for show. Um, so I'm 35, no shame in my game. Um, Facebook started when I was a senior, but you could only get on it. Um, if you went to a college. So I think I joined like in 05 or 06, but By the time I finished undergrad and grad school, um, Facebook was just becoming a thing for business, right? Um, Do you guys remember when everybody used to make ad friend pages? Like all these businesses started wanting to promote their stuff on Facebook, uh, but the like page didn't exist yet. So everybody started adding these or making like a personal profile, but it was their business, right? Uh, And I still see some of those pages floating out there today. So um, I remember at the time I was an intern for Emerald Grand at Harbor Walk Village. It's a uh, resort with a lifestyle center uh, right down on the Destin Harbor. I went to the uh, GM and I said, we need one of these like pages. Have you ever heard of this? Um, And I remember that so vividly. So um, I helped start their like pages and after that, I kind of been, became known as uh, the Facebook girl. So that was like my one thing on the team that I really took ownership of and I really grew to love it. And I guess, you know, it really made me feel like I was contributing something to the team because I was so young and um, everyone else on the team had like 20 years of experience and I was like 22 years old or 23 maybe. Um, and so it was kind of intimidating to come on, you know, and be the infant in the office, uh, and to, you know, be in this group with, you know, people with so much experience. So it was the one thing that like, 
I actually felt like it was a positive thing that I was young, you know, like I got it. And some of the older people would actually look to me for answers of like, how does this work? Or what, what does this mean? Or, or should we be doing this? So I quickly realized like, Hey, this is like my opportunity to like be an expert at something. So that's kind of how I dug into the world of social media and really try to learn everything about it. Um, And gosh, I'm still learning now, 10 plus years later, because there's 1 million platforms out there. I'm sure you guys have noticed. I mean, there's stuff I, I see social media platforms still popping up and I'm like, I don't even know what this is. Um, so I'm always trying to assess new social media platforms um, and see if they're worthy of us spending time and effort on it, not just for the agency, but like, you know, for the clients that we serve. Um, and so TikTok is one of those platforms uh, that I've had my eye on for quite some time. And yes, I get a million questions about TikTok, uh, but we've you know, had our eye on it as an emerging app for a while. Um, I've obviously known the power of TikToks, like billions upon billions of users, but I don't look at it as, hmm, there's a billion users on there. We should get on there immediately. I don't look at it that way. I look at it from individually. I mean, we represent numerous businesses. We've got, you know, um, resorts, we've got uh, spas, we've got experiences like tourist attractions, we've got nonprofits, we've got the local, you know, the Symphonia Gulf Coast, the orchestra that covers Northwest Florida. We've got so many different industries. So I, I really try to wrap my head around what this would mean for each client and not just jump on a bandwagon of, oh my gosh, there's 6 billion users there or 600 billion, excuse me oh my gosh, there's 600 billion users there. So we need to be there immediately. That's not the answer. So um, I've really been watching TikTok to see what's the point. You know, if we advise, because that's what we do, we advise our clients on what they need to be doing to market their businesses. If we advise a client, hey, we need extra budget to be able to start you a TikTok and film the videos and edit it and all of the above, If we advise them to do that, what's the point? What's our goal? What are some actual, you know, benchmark, I call them KPIs, key performance indicators. What are benchmarks that actually something is happening because of this profile? What's our ROI? If you don't know what ROI is, um, return on investment, you know, Investment can mean money. Investment can mean time. What are we getting back if we're going to spend hours filming these TikToks and picking out music and writing the captions and editing and posting and engaging? And what's the point? Um, And so I, I am now, you know, we do have several clients that have TikToks and it's becoming even more popular. And honestly, there are some clients that it is 100% for us and for them it's a no brainer. I say us, we feel like we're part of their teams because we do, we become like family with these clients. We spend a lot of time with them and we talk with them, a lot of them on a daily basis. So do we belong on TikTok? Do they belong on TikTok? So, you know, some of my answers to these people lately has been yes. So uh, the biggest thing, if you're asking yourself this question right now, I, I wouldn't just jump on there without a plan. Like, 
all, I always say you got to look and see who's on the platform. Who are you trying to reach? Okay, I'm going to tell you straight up right now, if you are trying to reach boomers, TikTok is a waste of your time. You need to be investing a lot of time in Facebook. Done. I, I feel pretty confident in making that statement right there. So really think to yourself, like, who does my platform reach? Because this definitely isn't just a dance app anymore. You know, TikTok originally started with all the people doing the, I say silly dances, but highly engaging dances because it's addicting to watch these people. Um, And if you want to see some of our clients that we've said yes to lately and said, yes, let's do this, let's dive in, you can check out the Island Resort. It's a beachfront hotel in Fort Walton Beach, Florida. Check out the Island FL. Uh, That's their TikTok and their Instagram. That's all their handles, the Island FL. You can see some of their really fun TikToks that are doing well. They actually have a contest going on right now. If you go follow them, I think after we reach a thousand followers, we're going to pick somebody to win a two night stay at the resort. So check out the Island if you want to see some of our TikTok skills. Also a totally different industry that we just um, got into with our different client that's in a completely different industry check out Smart Sips Coffee. So that's one of our clients, such a cool coffee company. They make the most amazing flavored coffees you're ever going to have. She makes them in K-cups. She has ground coffee, but she has like these amazing, like outrageous flavors. Like you'll have carrot cake coffee. You'll have banana split coffee. You've got white chocolate truffle. She does seasonal stuff. So she's got like stuff for Christmas. Uh, She also has hot chocolates. So, but the big kicker, and this is why I'm such a big fan, they are all really, really low in sugar. So uh, she does have like little lattes that are like pre-made lattes. You pop them into your K cup or whatever. And it like, it brews it with like the creaminess already in it. So those have a little bit more carbs, but seriously, most of these have like zero sugar added, all this kind of stuff. So you don't have to drink your calories. I am not a fan of going to Starbucks and getting a a drink that has like 450 calories in it. Mm -mm, Nope, not doing it. So Smart Sips has actually been, um, and this is like a total personal endorsement. She didn't pay me to say this. I'm obsessed because I love flavored coffee and I don't have to drink all those calories. So, um, and it's another female owned business. So shout out to Lara. Uh, and her hubby, they've been, gosh, they've been on the Today Show together. They've been, she pitched the sharks. She wasn't on Shark Tank, but actually on Good Morning America, she got to meet all the sharks and like Lori Grenier, like loved her stuff. So Lara's doing big things, but check out her uh, TikTok. We just started it the month of February. Uh, we did some really fun stuff for Valentine's Day. So definitely pop over there if you want to see some of our work and it'll give you an idea of like two totally different industries. You got a resort, you got a coffee. So yeah. So looking at who is on TikTok, like, you know, this is the biggest thing for you guys. Um, if you're looking at doing TikTok and I have a lot of clients that, you know, say, I don't want to do TikTok because, um, everyone on there is a kid. And a few years ago, I would have 100% agreed. And that's why a few years ago, I wasn't really suggesting for our clients to get on there is because a lot of those users were like kids between the ages of 10 and 19. But now they've come out with a lot of data. I love to research all these stats and stuff. 
because everything I do has to be based on legit research, not just like Sally the influencer on Facebook says our Instagram influencer girl. No, that's not valid. I go for like valid research datas. There's a company called Statista. There's Pew that does research. Um, HubSpot has really great research. So go for platforms like that to find your data. Don't look to random people on the internet. Okay, thanks. Um, but so I full I pulled some numbers for you guys. Um, so the Pew research data, 48% of the people on TikTok are between the ages of 18 and 29. So again, who are you trying to serve? If you're trying to reach the 20 somethings, this is actually a, a good platform for you. And 22% are ages 30 through 49. So there are some definite, definite buyers within that realm as well. So there's getting to be some more adults on TikTok with the buying power. So that's something for you to really think about. And, you know, if depending on who your demo is, that that can help you know how much time to spend on that platform. You know, if you're really trying, you know, if you want to reach the 20-somethings and you want to go all in on TikTok and maybe go less on your Facebook page. I would definitely still go on Instagram as well for that age demo, but this can help you maximize your time if you're trying to do your own marketing. So, so for male versus female, another thing for you guys to think about depending on your brand. In the US, 61% of the users were female. So, we got a, a majority that's from Statista, so that's I consider that to be a legitimate form of data or research data. 61% are women. So, for like smart sips for us, their demo is hardcore women because women are obsessed with coffee a lot. That's her number one buyers when we look at who's buying on her site. And also women are heavy coffee drinkers and women are also very, usually very cognizant of their sugar intake. They're much more likely to be concerned with things like that. So overall, TikTok's got a billion monthly active users. Pretty crazy. Um, And also I saw this stat too. Americans spend, okay, actually I'd love for you to guess. How many minutes a day? I'm going to give you a second. This is fun for me. I love this game. Like, guess. How many minutes a day do you think Americans spend on TikTok? Okay, you got five seconds. I want you to think of a number in your head. How many minutes a day? And then I'll tell you the answer. They spend 68 minutes a day on TikTok. That's over an hour a day. And that may not be all in one sitting, but that's throughout the day, the average American on TikTok spends 68 minutes on the platform. So that's definitely something for you to think about if your people are within those demographics and they're they're definitely there. So going back to the big question, like, should you do TikTok for your business? Okay, I'm going to give you some pros and cons to think about. Um, and then, and then I'm also going to give you some tips too. Okay. So pros, you're reaching a potentially different audience. That's probably gotten tired of Facebook and Instagram. So that's cool. Another way to reach them a lot. I do believe that TikTok and Instagram have a lot of overlap, but TikTok and Facebook, no, not a whole lot of overlap. And also, you know, Facebook has become such a giant and so many different 
capabilities on Facebook. I mean, you guys know there's, you know, there's stories on Facebook, there's events on Facebook, there's so many different features on Facebook. It's like this mammoth. Okay. So Instagram and TikTok are a little more straightforward, right? There's, uh, there's only a little more, the capabilities are more limited, but that's not necessarily a bad thing. Some people don't want all that overwhelming mess of Facebook, you know, I'm not hating on Facebook, but it's become such a mammoth because every time Instagram or TikTok comes out with something, uh, Facebook replicates it because they don't want to get behind the times. So there's a point, you know, I don't see Facebook doing a whole lot of innovative things. I see them basically trying to catch up when Instagram and TikTok come out with a new feature. So God bless. I hope like Mark Zuckerberg's army doesn't come after me after listening to some of these podcasts. But so pro number two for joining TikTok, um, you're creating video that could be repurposed for a reel on Instagram. This may be old news to some of you guys, but um, if you make the video, make it either in another app. There's a ton of app uh, apps out there. Make it in another app or actually film it and edit it on your iPhone. Don't created in TikTok because you know, maybe you don't. If you repost a video from TikTok that's got the TikTok logo on it and you put that on your Instagram, Instagram drops your engagement on it because they don't want you over there with TikTok stuff. They want you to create stuff within reels. And I'll leave it up to you guys. Some people say it's easier easier to create stuff in TikToks in inside of the TikTok app. Other people say they prefer using Instagram to create reels. They like that better, but you know, we use our phones and we use other apps too, to create it, to make sure we don't have that watermark on there. So, um, and if you're not create, if you have an Instagram and you're not creating reels for it, I would 100% recommend you do that. Uh, that is going to help your Instagram grow. So it's kind of killing two birds with one stone, right? Like if you're going to spend the time to make this video for TikTok go ahead and make it and use it as a reel on Instagram as well. And then you're getting engagement on both spots. Uh, this is also pretty cool on TikTok. When you hit a thousand followers, you can go live. And then when you can go live, I would say do that very regularly. So they're starting to get uh, more options on TikTok. Another thing, um, recently they added a reshare button. So that's becoming a thing, you know, before Um, If you wanted to share something, you either had to like DM it to somebody or you had to like copy the link or text it to them or whatever. Uh, So now you're going to be able to reshare things on TikTok. Now that's only for stuff that's on the for you page. Like if somebody sends you something, you can't, to my knowledge yet, this could change literally tomorrow. Right now you can't reshare that. You can only reshare stuff from the for you page. So Uh, maybe some cons to think about. It is a little time consuming, you know, to film the video, to get it in the app, to edit it, to add the music to it, to add the text to it, to spend time researching like trending sounds and trending songs like uh, so. I mean, it is a little time consuming, but, you know, again, like I said in the pros, you can use this for your Instagram reels, too. So maybe it's not complete time suck. Um, another con, it's another platform to monitor. You know, if you're putting out content there, you've got to monitor your comments. You got to monitor messages, you know, like it's another platform that you need to engage on. And I'm going to tell you, yes, you need to spend time engaging on there. So, 
Um, and this is kind of the biggest one for me um, and for clients too. It's a little more challenging to show a direct ROI from TikTok. Because yes, you can have a link in your bio, um, but like on Facebook, you know, in every post you do, you can have a link right there in the post and, and you just drive a lot more traffic using Facebook posts. Um, and then now Instagram's got like links inside of your story and, you know, they've always had the swipe up feature for people over 10K, but to drive people for an ROI from TikTok is just a little more challenging. So here's my, what you need to do for that. Or here's what I would suggest for this. Your goal off TikTok should not be sell X amount of dollars. That's not your goal off of, I really, that shouldn't be your number one goal off of all social media. The point of social media is not to sell, sell, sell 24 seven. I'm going to beat that into your brain. If you listen to this podcast, um, I'm a huge, you know, fan of saying social media should be for telling, not selling. Like you're telling stories. You're not selling people stuff. It will end up selling people stuff, but your first goal is to tell stories, right? So, um, if you want to, you know, change your way of thinking a little bit on TikTok, your ROI could be building your email list. You've got to like date these people a little bit before you just get down on one knee and ask them to marry you. Right? So on TikTok, you need to date your users. You can't just try to hit it and quit it. Ha ha. You've got to date them, right? So it's a little bit more of a slow moving process. Maybe you try to get your users to sign up for your email list for a giveaway or attend your webinar or something of that nature. Give them something in exchange for getting their contact information, their attendance at something. So start in that way rather than right out of the gate just trying to sell them something. It is kind of a longer game, but social media in general is the long game. You know, you're building a relationship with people. Again, if you went out on a first date with somebody and dropped down on a knee and asked them to marry you, weird, totally weird. And you know what? That's weird in social media too. So I will say this though about the ROI on TikTok, in-app purchases are growing like crazy. So it, I know people are buying things on there. I'm just not going to ever advise you or my client to start cramming, sell, you know, buy this, buy this down people's throat on your social. I'm never going to advise you that. So in-app purchases are growing like crazy. Between January of 2020 and January of 2021, it grew their, their sales, their in-app purchases on TikTok grew 380%. And the year before that, 19 to 20, grew 500%. Now it's really hard. Anytime I see a stat from 2020 or even 2021, I'm a little bit jaded because that was so, those were such weird years that I don't know if those numbers always are going to be foretelling about our future and about uh, trends. I, I just don't know. Um, I do think 2022, I just had this conversation with one of our resort clients. I do think 2022, we are finally getting back to like a measurable year. And what I mean by that is this, I'm a marketer. Okay. So I look at year over year. So I look at, you know, uh, booking trends for, for our resort clients. I look at booking trends, you know, it's February right now. 
what were the booking trends last February and the February before that and the February before that. This is how big companies build their budgets and their forecasting, right? But that's kind of all gone out the window over the last couple of years because it's really hard to budget and forecast based on weird, weird pandemic years. So I do think, fingers crossed, I don't know what other variants are floating out there, but I do think sincerely that 2022 is going to be a year that we'll be able to measure. So hopefully things are starting to mellow out. This year will be a little more of um, a year that in the future, so when we get to 2023, God help me, that sounds so crazy. When we get to 2023, we'll actually be able to look at 22's numbers and use that as a benchmark. Okay, fingers crossed. So um, some tips if you want to start a TikTok, okay? No matter what industry you're in, I think there's like valuable information to be had. I mean, there's insurance people on TikTok giving advice, okay? There's, you know, people are like, well, I'm an accountant. I don't belong on there. I'm like, are you kidding me? Go look on there. Oh my gosh, there are accountants. There are CPAs. There are people crushing it on TikTok, just providing value. You don't have to dance around. You don't have to spin on your head. Like, you know, give them the the top four tips they need to be doing to prepare for their taxes. Don't ask me about taxes. Ugh. ugh. But that's just an example. Like, no matter what industry you're in, I think there's a way to educate, entertain, or inspire people with your content on there. So tips, here you go. Um, Number one, give yourself a goal, like maybe one post a week. I feel like that's pretty good. And when you post it, you need to be available to engage with people. Okay. Um, If you want to do two posts per week, that's good. Or I mean, if, if your number, like your whole demo is just all over TikTok, you want to go all in, go all in. But I will tell you this, it's the same advice for any platform. I would rather you post once a week and do a really great TikTok rather than trying to churn out four or five TikToks in a week and they're just kind of blah, okay? So give yourself a goal of one post a week or two posts a week or three, whatever is realistic for you to put out good content, okay? Look at the trending songs. That's This is tip number two. Look at the trending songs, to see what is floating out there right now that will help the visibility of your TikTok. Number three, hashtags are totally a thing on TikTok. Um, You do need to look at that. Everybody's trying to get on the For You page. I get it. Um, Engagement's going to be the number one thing that's going to get you there, but hashtags will help with your discoverability. Uh, Number four, engage, engage with the people that are commenting on your TikToks, but also go follow some other people um, in your industry. Yeah. Other people in your industry or um, other users and engage on their stuff. It'll help your visibility. It's kind of old school guerrilla marketing um, of social media. And here's the best tip I can give you about TikTok. Okay. Because everyone's like, how do I go viral on TikTok? There is a strategic way to word your videos, okay? You want to get the goal is to get people to watch people watch your TikTok for as long as possible, especially all the way to the end. If it starts looping, then that's amazing. That's going to help 
so much with your um, organic reach, okay? So you want to get people to watch to the very end. So I don't know if you guys ever see like people that say, hey, here are the top three tips to repaint your bedroom and you won't believe how crazy number three is. That's exactly what they're doing. They're trying to get you to stick around to the very end because the longer that someone watches your video, the more visibility it gets. So really think about it. I mean, it doesn't have to be that direct of like, and make sure you watch all the way to the end. But, you know, and then people have like these two part videos, three part videos, those kind of things to send you back to their profile looking for the next part. Um, There are some cool little tips like that, but definitely there's a strategic way to word your videos or your language to try to get people to watch longer. Um, and ads, you know, this is, um, this is not a tip blanket statement here. Ads are totally a thing on TikTok. Um, influencers obviously are totally a thing on TikTok. I'm going to have to do a completely other podcast to talk about those because those are huge topics as well. Um, but I just wanted to hop on and give you some insight. Uh, and this, these are the thoughts that go through my head when I, when I have a client that says, Hey, Whitney, should we be on TikTok? Um, or anytime, you know, a new platform comes out, I kind of look at it with the side eye and I keep an eye on it for several months before I just advise people to just dive in and spend time, resources and effort. So I hope this has been valuable for you. Hey, if you're on TikTok, um, I would love to see your profile or love to follow you. Um, we haven't made a TikTok just yet for socially, but that's because I want to make sure that once we do it, uh, we have the time and resources to make it amazing. So uh, hit us up on Instagram, or you can find me personally, The Whitney Lee. Um, And if you enjoyed this episode, please take a screenshot, share it with a friend, um, or write us a review on Apple Podcasts. It would mean the world to me. Hope you have a great week. Thanks for tuning into this episode. If you thought the info was beneficial, it would mean so much if you take a quick second to write us a review and share it on social media. If you have a question about a topic or a specific industry you want to learn more about, reach out to us on Socialize, Instagram, or LinkedIn. And you can also find me personally, The Whitney Lee on Instagram. We are excited to connect with you and help you make your business more socially relevant. 